0: What is up and welcome back. It's the ANA Sports Show. I am your host, Anthony Cortez, and I'm joined alongside my two good friends and co hosts, Mr. Alexander. What's going on, everybody? And Mr. Kevin Rowe. You're welcome. Alex, hey, real quick, what is your favorite cake and why is it cheesecake?
1: I mean, it's literally every kind of cake mixed in. Like, it's, it's 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 so good, number one. It can be chocolate. It can be fruit. It doesn't matter what it is. It's it's so much creamier. It's it's just so good. I don't know. If cheesecake's not your favorite, I don't know. Fuck you.
2: <laughs> I, got for, I, I got one word for you on that. Cheese. Yeah, true. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Honestly, I mean, Game yeah, over.
1: Two, <laughs> two of my favorite things are cheese That's- and cake.
0: Hey, dude, hey Kev, don't give me the excuse of lactose intolerance, man, because I'm lactose intolerant. I don't even care. No, that's not a bad thing. I love cheese. Oh, okay. That's gotcha. A, that's what I'm saying. That's why it is the best. That's why it <laughs> is the best for you. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Understood. Oh, absolutely. Understood. Dude, I I love me some cheesecake. Yeah. It's the best. Like, and just plain, like I've never had somebody go, like, you know what?
1: Just give me like basic cake. Like, just I want like just no, but people will get plain cheesecake and probably arguably the best kind of cheesecake is just, just like plain. The, the
2: most yeah plain. exactly. Yeah. Yes. So yes, yes. You know what I mean? Every time they want you want strawberry
0: top? No. No. Just, <laughs> just give, give me the, the cheesecake. The <laughs>
2: Have you Put ever had the,
0: the um, I'm assuming y'all like Cheesecake Factory if you like cheesecake. Have you ever had the uh, there's an Oreo? I don't I don't like the Cheesecake
1: Factory. It's all commercialized no? like yeah bread. no dude it's pasteurized processed like cheesecake food. It's not like yeah, it's too, like, flowery and, like, over, it's, nah. Just give me your basic bitch cheesecake, you know what I mean? Really? Because I ordered from Cheesecake Factory, like, maybe two weeks ago, and I got, like, a or a caramel one, I got an Oreo one, and I got a basic one. And the other two, which were, like, on the most popular list, were ass. Like, they were just not very good you know what i mean and they were like weird like jelly it was not i don't know it didn't even feel like cheesecake it was yeah dude it wasn't good
2: no dude
0: i I don't like it we um for our anniversary um we did uh we did cheesecake factory and then we i did uh the oreo cheesecake bro i'm just a fan of oreos in general like the like for ice cream like i i love uh cookies and cream but
1: yeah that is the best ice cream
0: yeah dude um i don't know what it is but now as being a father like, I like before being like when I wasn't a father, like, ice cream was like okay for me. I was like, you know, I'm not so intolerant, so I mean, you know, it is what it is, but I would have ice cream in it, but it wasn't like, oh, I'm like, I craved it every night. Now, being a father, I don't know if this is the same, same for you, Kev, but dude, I could eat ice cream every night, like,
2: it, like dude, I can eat sweets all the time, but I was kind of, I was like, like yeah, that's
1: just like called a being a fat guy. <me>
2: i am in that but i'm literally
1: eating chocolate like right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh man good stuff good stuff cheesecake game game. thanks for coming to our ted talk on why cheesecake is the best cake and a story don't get me wrong you can give me a regular cake anytime like i like i'll take a you know even a brownie like brownies are good or chocolate cake or vanilla cake like i'm down but nah, give me a cheesecake and i'm happy oh damn Just in case anyone's joining us for the first time, I doubt they are, but hey, welcome to the party, just in case you're just wondering what the hell you tuned into. We're three good friends, get together every week, try to at least, talk good and bad and the ugly in sports, but every once in a while, we throw in some nonsense, because why not? It's just fun. Um, That's non-sports related, so yeah. Um, But Alex does like to start off our shows with useless information, and I'm going to go ahead and let him do so, and I hope he does have some. I do, as always. So let's start off with
1: just an interesting one for anybody who says the NIL will have no effect on college <laughs> recruiting. This is just an example of Texas A&M alone. Um, everyone says that uh, A&M is a great place to be or was a great place to be. Well, if you look at Jimbo Fisher's recruiting since he's been in A&M, who is heralded for his recruiting ability. In 2018, he had zero five-star. 19, he had two. 20, he had two. 21, he had one. After the NIL was introduced, he now has seven and has the highest class rating of all time. Um, so that just goes to show you, like, there's something there's something to be said for having some pretty good sponsors. There's an example right there. Uh, Eagles running back Boston Scott is now the first two sports NFL and Rocket League professional uh, joining uh, – I cannot pronounce the name very well. But Scott joins the team uh, as a sub and content creator. Uh, He achieved grand champion status in Rocket League by being in the top 0.52% of the game with over 6 million ranked players than all the people who are playing unranked. So this is the first time that I have ever heard of a professional athlete also being an eSports professional athlete. So I think that's kind of a cool breakthrough. it's not even in the sport that he plays. It's in Rocket League. For those of you who haven't played, uh, it's the equivalent of like car soccer, three on three, two goals, ball in the middle, arena. It's pretty fun if you haven't played it. Uh, and then last but not least, following up her Rookie of the Year, um, Trinity Rodman has now become the highest uh, NWSL player uh, national. That's the, the National League for, for Women's Soccer in the United States. She signed a four-year, $1.1 million deal um, with her current club, which doesn't sound like a lot, I mean it is a lot. Doesn't sound like a lot for everybody, but here's the thing about it: that is, that is perfect. That's exactly what it needs because what that does is that will show other players from other countries that you can come to the NWSL and make money. It was a developing league, a starter league. They only had like eight teams as of a couple of years ago. Um, so this is a very big step up for this league especially when you have so many players who play on the women's national team um, uh, playing in domestic league. So basically this is a great step forward to getting some of those actual big time players over to the United States from other leagues, from other uh, countries. Uh, so those are my big three useless highlights.
0: All right. We appreciate the updates. Um you didn't highlight this, but we I mean we can talk we can talk about this since it's kind of relevant news. Uh but I mean first and foremost, we can talk the big game coming up. Um we, yeah, can, re- let's start there. we can recap uh, <coughs> the the NFC and AFC championship games because we now have Super Bowl uh Super Bowl teams. Cincinnati Bengals went into Kansas City and pulled off. I'm not gonna call it the miracle of the year, but a pretty big upset. They they upset the Chiefs at home. Uh, somebody give me the final score. Don't have the final score in front of me. It doesn't really 27, matter. 27-24. Thank you, sir. 27-24. Jerry Burrow went in and pretty much outplayed Pat Mahomes in that second half. Um, yeah, to lead his team to a Super Bowl appearance for the first time since 88. I believe it's 88. Um, thoughts, gentlemen? Surprise at all? I wouldn't even
2: say so much, Joe Burrow. That was a defense. That That was a defense. Yeah. Yeah. The Bengals gave up three points to the vaunted Kansas City Chiefs offense in the second half and overtime combined. That is nuts. That is insane. That is incredible. In Arrowhead Stadium, you deserve to be in the Super Bowl if you can do that to the Chiefs. I think they
1: said that last week, too, or Maybe it was the week before, but the big reason that the Bengals had won a couple of their games in the playoffs was because of their defense. Um, I think it was against the Titans. I I know they played okay defense versus the Raiders, but it seems like it's almost getting better each week, even though they almost seem to give up more points each week. Um, But it was the defense that has stepped up over the past two weeks that has allowed their offense, which has been good, but not, like, great, to really get the job done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah not taking anything away from their offense, don't get me wrong, but like a ton of sacks, ton of missed opportunities. They could be better. You know
0: they they mean? could. They could, yeah. And uh, just going along with the defense there, I, the coverage, especially um, against the Chiefs, I mean, they had some – they were uh, – I know they got some sacks against against Pat Mahomes, but, I mean, Pat was able to, um, was able to scramble and – a couple of those times, and those were coverage sacks that they were able to get because that would mean the defense the secondary was just was just playing so, so good that Pap, like you know Mahomes couldn't find anybody open. So the sacks that they get they did get were coverage sacks. So, I mean, that just tells you what you need to know right there. And timely turnovers, like Alex has, uh, said in our text when I, um, I I texted, I think they beat the it was I think they would beat the Titans is, is when I texted uh, something, about watch out for the Bengals. But uh, yeah, Alex was right about you know timely turnovers. <laughs> It, you know the game goes to overtime, and Alex, I wanted to ask you about your overtime thoughts. But before we before we get there, um, yeah, the game goes to overtime. Uh, the Bengals lose the coin flip, but then they get a timely turnover, um, and then Joey's able to basically lead the team down to about thirty for whatever how, however long a field goal it was, and Evan McPherson um, kicks it and sends them to the Super Bowl. But um, Alex. What are your thoughts on the overtime rule in the playoffs, as far as coin flip and then just first team scores, um, except for the field goal? Do you think each team needs to get a chance at the a chance at offense, or do you like the rules currently? Uh,
1: I mean, I, I think it's hard. I think the NFL is one of the few sports where it's kind of hard to have a good overtime i like the college version of overtime better than i like the pro version where you start on the 25 and you have four plays to get into the end zone um you i mean i think it's maybe the 10 something like that but you start closer to the goal you only have your couple of plays so it's either field goal turn the ball over a touchdown versus like this whole thing but yeah i'm not i'm not a super fan of of how they run they run it right now. The only reason why I will say I understand the way they do it is because these are professionals, and if they continue to do what they're supposed to do, a game could go on forever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah.
0: See, I was in the but, same boat as you last week with, with uh, Kev. I, I, I said the same thing. I was like, why not? I mean, just get rid of the kickoff. Just get rid of the kickoff in overtime. You don't really need it. Just yeah. Do, just do the coin flip. Whoever wins gets a shot at the gets the shot at the ball first from the 25 30 whatever you want to call exactly. it exactly you know um and that way a field goal doesn't win it you have to score in order to win it right you know like see that's yeah, why I like I, that point like it because it's almost
2: gimmicky foot not gimmicky football but it's it's situational football at that point and the way I like it to look at it is if you want to find out who deserves this win to win this game play the game, the, the game as you've been playing it the entire 60 minutes. Why change up the rules then in overtime just so, okay, let's start at the 20. 20. Well, some teams are good in the red zone. Some teams are not. And you're taking away the chance for uh, that big play from for 60 yards that some teams are really good at, you know? And some p- teams don't defend well against that. So you're taking away situations that could be, strengths or weaknesses of other teams that other teams can try to exploit in overtime. You know, that's why play the game. I mean, it's all
1: situational football already. (laughs) Right. But what I'm saying is if you you can put teams in other positions to like make them force their hand to do something, for example, like when the bills took the Patriots ability to run the ball away from them and they had like, 10 rushing yards. I mean, that's kind of the same. If you take away it for the entirety of the game, you take away it for overtime.
0: You know what I mean? Plus to counter, to counter that Kev, I mean, I get that. I get it. You know, some teams may not be good on the defensive end as others, or some teams might not be as good in the defensive end as others. Some teams might not be good in the red zone, but shouldn't you have to prove yourself that way in order to move on? But there
2: are teams that will win with the deep ball that they won't win in the in the red zone, you know. So why are you going to make it a a one dimensional game? Make it
0: the full game. Yeah, I don't know. I just I kind of like I, I kind of like the idea of just getting rid of the kickoff and doing it that way. Just I mean, give each and team. And I can can't... see
1: your point. Like Kevin, you make a good point. Like play the game if you're going to play the game. But would you agree that, or do you think that? the opposing team needs to also get a shot at the ball in overtime? Or do you think it should just be a one and done?
2: Yes, I did say that, that each team should at least have one opportunity in in overtime. And then if they both score and are tied after one possession each, then you continue playing until the next score.
1: Got it. Okay. Fair enough. But it
2: should not end on a touchdown on the first possession for that first team. I don't think that should be that, but I do think you should play the game. As you've been playing it for 16 minutes,
0: that's fair. In the NFC side, the uh, the Rams are going to be the second team. Uh, I I don't know exactly ever, but uh, but mm-hmm. they're going to be the second team in the past two years to host the Super Bowl. It's it's, it's ever. ever it's ever right. Yeah, last yeah, year was the first year right. ever. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. ever. So yeah, the Rams are going to be going are making history, becoming the second team ever. Uh, to host the Super Bowl for the second straight year, so that's pretty cool. Um, but the Rams, I defeated- Roger
1: Goodell is upset by that. So what he's going to do to make sure that a team never gets home field advantage um, in the Super Bowl is just have it in Miami every year.
0: I uh, you know you know the joke <laughs> I, what heard. I heard you know you know the not joke up. I heard why not ho- why sense. not ho- why not host it in Houston every year that'll that way it'll for sure be a true you know. <laughs> or Dallas. True. I, I was waiting for that one. Or yeah. Dallas. I was sure. Uh-huh. Low hanging fruit, my guy. <laughs> yeah. I don't get why I don't get why it would be upset. I mean, I do get it, but I mean I I, I don't think he is. I mean, I don't I think don't, he is. Regardless, uh, I don't even yeah. I don't know why anyone would be would be upset about that. It's just, you know, it's, it's a matter of things work out he'd the be way a, they work out. Like, would be yeah. more upset if it was the Chargers. Yeah. that yeah. Well, I
1: and mean, even then, there's still no real home team advantage. I don't even know if he would care. Yeah.
2: Well, there wouldn't be a home team advantage for Chargers. But what I'm saying is, of the two LA teams, the Rams are definitely the most popular. one. Sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh, but regardless, Matt Stafford um, finally, finally gets out of the, I don't know what we want to call it in, in Detroit anymore. But finally gets out of that purgatory. 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 I was literally about I, to
1: say purgatory. I was
0: trying not to use that word, but sure. <laughs> Uh, finally gets out of the purgatory in Detroit get in his first season with the Rams. And what do you know? He's in the Super Bowl. So it's amazing what he can do with some actual talent around him. Um, I'm happy for Matt Stafford, man. I really am. I, I was happy to see them move on. Um, that's a tough defense and often uh, Cooper cup is playing great right now. And um, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I guess we can start with our predictions now because I mean, the super Bowl is, uh, we don't know if we're going to be recording next week. Well, I mean, we do, but, um Super Bowl's uh February 13th. What do y'all think, boys? <sighs> I'll start. I don't mind. Dude, I'm so I'm riding with it. the Bengals. I'm riding with the Bengals. Call me crazy. I know that the Rams are probably the better team going in and not probably. They they are the better team going in. But I'm riding with a hot defense and don't get me wrong, I know the Rams have a good defense as well, but Something about Joey Burrow right now, something about that Bengals team is special. Um, if you're asking me which which kicker I trust more, it's obviously Evan McPherson right now. Um, I'm writing Bengals. I think they go into SoFi and and pull off another big win and, and get their first uh, Super Bowl win in, in I think, it's franchise history. They lost, both, they lost both their appearances, I believe, in 81 and 88 to the 49ers. Um, go figure, but the 49ers just being bounced out, but... I, I'm riding with the Bengals. I really am. I like Joey Burrow. Um, I think, and what I, what what he proved to me this past week as well was he got some big he got some big first downs on it by on his feet. Um, he was able to pick up some some key first downs by just scrambling and getting those extra yards on his feet, which I think which I think obviously was key in, in continuing continuing those drives. If he does that again, I think he does. I think he gives himself a chance to. They, he gives his team a chance, a really good chance of winning this game. Um, don't get me wrong. I, I, I like Matt Stafford. I, like I said, I, I love the, you know, watching him finally get the opportunity to show what he, you know, show what he was missing in Detroit. And I mean, I'm happy for the guy, but I'm running I I think that defense is playing great right now. Um, I think Jamar Chase can go off for a game and he can get, some, he can get, you know, a timely touchdown here and there. They have T. Higgins as well. Jill Mixon is playing great, too. Call me crazy. You're crazy. Yeah. Go mm-hmm. ahead, Jeff. For sure.
2: I want the Bengals to win. I, 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 my heart's for the Bengals just because two years ago, I mean, they were the worst team in the league, and they were getting the number one overall pick. I mean, that that's a hell of a story. But... <clears throat> And I know it's going to sound like I said the same thing when the Bengals were going in to see the Chiefs. They got to stop the pass rush. And I don't see them doing that against the the Rams. And I said that against the Chiefs was Frank Clark and the rest of uh, that Kansas City defense. Well, they ended up stopping them. This is a whole new animal. You got Aaron Donald, who's in line for the defensive player of the year again. You got uh, Von Miller, Leonard Floyd. You got Jalen Ramsey in coverage. So, I mean, if you can't – you can stop those guys up front for a little bit, you still got to get your wide receivers open. And I don't know if that's going to happen. So, you're going to have coverage sacks too. This isn't going to be a game where they're only going to give up one sack to this defense. And so, whether or not the Bengals can mitigate that and actually still uh, provide some offense against that defense, I don't know if they can do it. It's going to be tough.
1: Yeah, so (sighs) um, (laughs) this is going to sound terrible, but if it was a Bengals 49ers Super Bowl, this probably would have been the first time in in NFL history or in the 28 years I've been alive that I just – well, okay, that's not fair. Since I was 15 that I just didn't care about the Super Bowl. Um Which sounds terrible, but like I'm just not as bought into the Bengals as everybody else. With that being said, they have played exceptionally well this year. Um, What they have been able to accomplish in the postseason is nothing short of outstanding. With the caveat that I do believe that every team they played outside of the Raiders they, as a team, were almost specifically built to beat. So when you watched them play the Chiefs the first time, they beat the Chiefs the first time by a late dry field goal. Um, when they played the Titans, I feel like they were kind of built to beat the Titans as well. Both those teams have really terrible secondaries. Um, they have, they're good up front, but we've learned that it doesn't matter how many times you sack Joey Burrow, apparently, as long as he gets one or two big plays from either Higgins or uh, Chase, they'll do okay. Um, but I feel like the Bengals, to some degree, had an easier route than, than uh, the Rams did. Um, the Rams have played a team that have beat them multiple times. They played two out of three games. That's divisioned opponents uh, who are also rivals and then against Tom Brady, which is never exactly an easy bout. Yeah. Um, So I have the Rams for two reasons. Number one, experience. Uh, The coaching staff has experience. The players have experience. You have defensive player of the year in multiple positions. You have another guy that probably should have won it. You have a playmaker in every level of the defense. You have one in the linebackers. You have probably two in the linebacker. You have one to two on the line, and then you have at least one really good one, uh, Plus Eric Weedle coming out of retirement, which, you know, take it for what it is, but he did lead the team in tackles in this last game. So that's, there's something to be said for his, his uh, what he's contributing to that team. Number two, the coaching staff, I feel like, is a little more experienced. I think they're going to have better big game ability. And they're also playing at home in the Super Bowl and they know how to be there, which I think is a big thing. Um, and I think you really have to take that kind of, experience that they have playing at home and then again you apply to the fact that it's a Super Bowl nonetheless I think that I think that's there's a big mental advantage there Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. has had a resurgence in his career it's you know he's had more touchdowns in the four games he's had here than he has had in the entire time he was in Cincinnati Matthew Stafford made Cooper Cup you know and Megatron the Triple Crown winners he knows how to get guys where they need to be, throw them open, talk to them, understand them. Um, And I think that Sean McVay's experience in the Super Bowl, albeit they lost, will pay dividends in this go-round. You know what I mean? Because, again, there's always a ceiling to an experience. There's always a ceiling to an experience. Whatever the ceiling may be. And this will be the highest ceiling that you can have for an experience, I believe. But I, I just think that there's too much talent. There's too much veteran experience. There's too much game experience uh, for the Rams and it's fucking at home. <laughs> that's, there's no way. You know what I mean? You get to sleep in your own bed the night before the Super Bowl. Like, are you fucking crazy? That's that, that's huge. That's huge. That's huge. You know what I mean? That there's no way. Uh, Give now us the score. road, the, Oh fuck. I don't know. Uh, Let's go, what, 34-30?
2: 34-30 Rams?
1: Yeah, 34-30 Rams. Okay. Something in that ballpark. It's like a, you know, I think they'll win by three to five points. It won't be a full touchdown because they're not blowing anybody away. They haven't been blowing anybody away,
2: but to some degree don't need to. You know what I mean? Kev? Let's go. See, 27 23 Rams.
0: 27 23 Rams. We're all going to go low scoring here. I'm thinking.
2: I don't know, 34 30 is low scoring, but okay. I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like
1: 64 points. Isn't yeah, like super It's not. The over
2: under itself is 48 I'm, and a half. And both I'm of thinking, me and a- Alex went over.
0: I'm thinking low scoring. Mm-hmm. I'll go. Well, I was going to, I was thinking 20s is 20s too. I'll go. Um, Let's go. Th- 30, 30 27 uh, Bengals.
2: Say that again. You need to figure
1: out what your definition of a high scoring game
0: is. <laughs> <laughs> you said what now? 30, what? 30 to 27 Bengals. I guess it would be high scoring. Okay. <laughs> low scoring. What's a high scoring? scoring game? 57 what?
2: combined points. Oh, yes. Yeah, Nothing. <laughs> 40 to 45.
1: What's your definition? <laughs> I will say though, I really wish it would have been a Rams Chiefs Super Bowl so that we could hopefully get a re like the same kind of game that we had when they made like a hundred points
2: combined when it was like 54 to 52.
0: You yeah all no that game? this
2: is more fun though for me.
0: This it's is more nice. of a
2: chess match. I like seeing those.
0: This is new blood, uh, man. It's it yeah. dude, it never hurts to see new blood, you know. Oh, absolutely.
2: That's,
1: you just have to me, care about blood.
0: the blood yeah i mean it's just it'll be fun to tune in i mean why not the super bowl well hey one quick note before i move we before we move on to the three other points that we that we need to talk about this episode but alex last yes. year we debated if pat mahomes would ever get to brady status and with brady now officially retiring and and not um terrorizing the league anymore mahomes just lost to the Bengals in, in the afc championship game at home in your mind does he have a chance ever to be compared to Brady? Uh, yes. Still. We're in the same breath. Yeah, you also got to
1: understand, Patrick Mahomes has been playing for four years, and he's made it to four AFC championships and two Super Bowls. So right now he's averaging a Super Bowl every other year. Uh, you're going to run into some brick walls. You're going to stumble. You're going to come against Plaxico Burrusses. You're going to get your Eli Mannings. You're going to get, you know. Whatever the case is, again, he's in year four and has two Super Bowl appearances. Like, you know, that's that's a pretty fucking good start. You know what I mean? If anybody's going to do it right now, it's, it's it could be him. You know what I mean? If Joe Burrow continues doing what he's doing, it could be him. But, yeah, I mean, you're really like, oh, my God, you only made it to four games. That's one time, like one game away from the Super Bowl four times. What an asshole. Like, no, you can't.
0: You know what I mean? It's so hard. It's so easy to forget that Pat Mahomes has only been in the league four years. It's only been four yeah. years?
1: Yeah, maybe five at most because maybe he played behind Alex
2: Smith for a year. Oh, also yeah, Brady has never made it. Yeah, he was behind Alex Smith for one year. And then they let him go to Washington, I think it was.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. Oh, also uh, Tom Brady's never made it to four straight conference championship games.
0: Wow. That's, that's so, a stat. Yeah. Yeah uh before we move on to the other the other points that we need to touch on let's talk about our friends real quick at baseballism they're an all baseball related apparently comes with baseball people if you're a baseball fan you should be wearing baseballism it's that simple it's america's brand the official off the field brand for baseball visit them at baseballism.com and while you're there use our code aA that's our that's our code for first time shoppers S P O R T S for a uh, uh use that for a 15 percent discount on your first order with them um there's free shipping on a notice of $100 or more. That's for domestic shoppers only, sorry, international shoppers. And we don't even have any international listeners, but regardless. Um, they just celebrated 10 years, so please go keep supporting them because they're doing something right. And they they keep rolling out um, some really cool collections with the Major League stuff and then just cool collections in general. Uh, they came out with a King Griffey Jr. Part 2 collection. Um, please keep supporting them because they support us and support any and all local small businesses around you because we still, we are still independent people and small businesses are, small businesses are still struggling. So please keep supporting them. Um, baseballism.com. It's America's brand. All right. I finally get to ask you because you've been, I don't know, whatever. I haven't had a chance to ask you for about a month now. Aaron Rodgers will seemingly I'm not going to say seemingly. I don't know if that's the right word. But, I mean, I think it's kind of understood at this point. He's probably not returning to Green Bay next year. What do you What do you think of Aaron Rodgers? Is he, first of all, is he coming back next year, in your opinion, Alex? Yes. To Green Bay? Uh,
1: Probably not. I would say there's like a 70-30 chance he returns to Green Bay, 30 being the chance he returns.
0: Okay. So in your mind this dude has been I don't know how I don't know, I don't know how long he's been in the league it feels like about 30 years by now. He's only had one Super Bowl. He's had talent around him. He's yeah. had he's, he's only had one Super Bowl. Let's just
1: caveat let, that sentence. That's yeah, one Super Bowl. Because Drew Brees only had one Super Bowl that lazy bum that lazy ass <laughs> bum dude. What? He probably he's not very, you yeah. know what okay, a scr- so continue?
0: What, what are some scrubs, man?
1: Honestly, you know I had Patrick two, Mahomes only. Gender, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh,
0: Patrick Mahomes has one. Yeah. So yeah. four years in, <laughs> five years in, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Yeah. But arguably, Aaron Rodgers should have more. Should have at least one more, or could possibly have at least one more. In your opinion, every
1: other quarterback. Wait, I hate car. that argument.
0: I hate that argument. Yeah. Like no. <laughs>
1: You know, it's not, He should have more. No, it's fucking hard. (laughs) It's hard. Conditions favorable, maybe. But that doesn't make a quarterback have to win anything. Also, you're now blaming the entirety of the loss on the quarterback when we have continuously said on the show that it's not only the quarterback who's playing the game. So if Aaron Rodgers was playing all 11 positions on the offense, defense, special teams, also coaching himself, doing the laundry, doing all the field maintenance, then, like, maybe we could say, that he should have more Super Bowls, but no, bad argument.
0: Okay, so in your opinion, nothing has been missing from Green Bay for him to have a chance at more Super Bowls. Well, that's the point. Unless they're not supporting
2: him the way they need to to win championships. It's not not all on Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I mean, has he had better years? Yeah.
1: And have teams won with less talent? Yes, absolutely. But – Bengals are doing it right now. <laughs> like, on the whole, you know what I mean? Like, Devontae Adams over Jamar Chase, yes, and Aaron Rodgers over Joey Burrow, yes, as far as talent goes, right? Now there's youth and excitement and whatever, but that doesn't mean that they are individually better players, you know what I mean, than, than the two in green Bay now. Uh, but, yeah, there's just, you know, there, there's, yeah, it – as a team, you do the best you can to surround your guys – with the talent it takes to win at the highest level. And that will not always happen. And you will not always win, even if you do happen to have all of the talent in the world, right? It's just what happened. I mean, you look at Bill Belichick and the Patriots, the reason that they were so good for so long was because they were able to make something out of nothing. You had two five foot five receivers who became like perennial all-stars who weren't the fastest or the strongest or the tallest or ran the best routes or did the best, whatever, but they made something happen out of it. Um, so it's, you know, some of it's dumb luck, some of it's coaching, some of it's the right breaks, some of it's being healthy at the right time or other people not being healthy at the right time. Winning is hard. Cause there's so many things, that need to be accounted for and all they can do is focus on what they can control, which is game planning, scheming, taking care of their bodies, being healthy as best they can. You know I mean? That's the things they can handle. So you, I don't think you can say, oh, well, they should have one more because fuck every team should have one more. You know what I mean? If you think about it, Drew Brees should have one more. Why? Well, he had Alvin Kamara. He had a good defense. He had, Michael Thomas, he had Sean Payton. Why did he only win one? It was because it was fucking noodle arm, but that's a different story. But you look at like all these players, you know what I mean, like you look at all these guys, and ev- everybody should have won more. Everybody should have won more. I mean, fuck, uh Philip Rivers put his time in and he stayed with one team and he stayed loyal and very Tim Duncan-esque and crazy southern Alabama-esque dude. And he didn't win anything. He's gonna be in top 10 of like all quarterback stats probably forever and he didn't get anything he should have won more you know what i mean okay so the should have won more is not a great argument in my opinion because that's just everybody bill belichick should have won more with tom brady looking back on it he only won seven or six super bowls in 20 years you had the greatest of all time you could only pull out six you're lazy you know what i mean so you don't but think it's a that,
0: matter of, of something missing in Green Bay for him, whether like no. with him just not caring anymore, his heart not being there. You don't think? I don't even
1: think that has anything to do with it either.
0: No, because it's a
1: business, it's a job, it's a profession. You go where you are going to play. Can you like the place you're at more than the next? Sure. Do you think Odell Beckham enjoys being in Los Angeles more than he enjoys being in Cleveland?
2: And you don't think he plays better there because of that, maybe? Do you think he has a better quarterback who can make better throws, who has more confidence in him? But it's not always about necessarily everything around you, too. But it could also be emotional, too. A lot of of the game is up here in your head. And if you're not happy where you're at, you may not be consciously doing it, but you may not be playing – You're 100% best because you're not entirely happy where you're at. Give me examples of that. I'm curious
1: because I can't think of a single one. Matt Stafford, the guy who's going to be top 10, top 15 in all stats, who had Megatron and busted his ass every day, who played with a busted shoulder,
2: by the way, because he wanted to win so bad. Right, and he had great stats up in – Detroit, but he had better stats in LA where he's had No
1: shit! Because he has Cooper Cup and an offense and a defense and a coach and everything else you need to be a... Jared Goff made it to a Super Bowl. Jared Goff made it to a Super Bowl with the Rams. Essentially the same team. He was <coughs> two sixteen and one
2: They played like a whole extra game. Uh, I'm just a saying... whole extra game. No. There's something to be said about morale. I know if... Mm-mm. I'll, I'll give you an example of non-sports related. Me personally, I will work better for a company I'm happy with than I am not. Sure. And it's and not, that's not so much not of being just, that. okay, I'm trying harder. No, it's. But they will fucking replace happy.
1: you. <laughs> they will replace huh? you. They will replace you. Odell Beckham will be replaced if he does not play well. It's and not you the tell same that... kind of situation. Okay. But anybody can
2: be replaced anywhere.
1: Yeah. I, I, but my point, okay, so what was wrong in uh, New York? He wanted to be there. He liked being there. He loved New York. He had a good relationship with Eli. What happened there?
2: They just traded him away. He had good seasons in New York.
1: He, was happy- he had one good season in New York. He had one. He loved it. He had one. Look it up. You know I mean, I think <laughs> I'm lying. I'm not. He had one really good catch against Dallas, and then that doth not make a career. You know what I mean? No, it's about the situation that you are in. It's not always about, I mean, sure. Is it about you, you going to You compare
2: the seasons from New York to Cleveland. I'm pretty sure there's a big difference there.
1: Probably not as much as you would think outside of one season. But my point is, is okay. not all people love where they are. But the point is, it's a job. It's a profession. You do what you can do. You know what I mean? Do you like being in the cold all the time? Maybe, maybe not. Are you good at it? Better than a lot. You know what I mean? For him, at least, for for Aaron Rodgers. But no, I don't. I, it's I. I do not think that it has a much. It has as much an effect as people think it might. I think he doesn't like ownership. I think that's probably I'll what give it you is another example.
0: Anything. That's kind of what I'm trying to get at. Is is his mentality with the ownership? But you know, him staying there at that point. I mean, does he give a shit anymore? Does he like you know? Well, yes. they're yes. not listening. They're not listening to me. They're not like no. okay. Yes, I have you know, Devontae Adams. If he
1: didn't care,
0: he'd stop talking. I mean, the dude never really talks in general. Ah, uh, the fuck are you talking about? He talks <laughs> all the time, literally all the time.
2: That is not true. <laughs> I'm going to give you another example of a performance, and you're not going to like it. It's Tom Brady. Okay. Okay, so like obviously there was something going on there at the end of his tenure in New England. They still won championships.
1: Are you comparing New England's roster to Tampa well, Bay's roster? Went to,
2: once he went to are Tampa Bay, are you comparing Bay, the fact that he up? had
1: three, three receivers that were all pro and Gronk and a defense? Are you telling me that those rosters are comparable? Because that's that's terrible. Kevin, yeah, I'm yeah, questioning your football you knowledge. If you're telling me
2: that, oh, shit, that, oh, but buddy. Oh, you're saying Tampa Bay has the had the best roster ever assembled ever? It was better than the Patriots
1: when he left. And if you think okay. otherwise, then you are actually high. And please give me your dealer's number, because I am so fucking sober for this conversation. It blows my mind. That is unbelievable. Hey, give me a Wes Welker who can't think straight anymore because of all the concussions he's had. I don't have, Brady, I have fucking C-plus receivers at best. I have an offensive line that's porous as shit with no run game, by the way. I have a rookie in Sony Michelle who was terrible in his first three years. That is bad.
2: I'm going to stop this argument argument right now. We can't prove any of it then because the entire game relies on everyone else. So you can't prove your point. You can't prove your question at all. So, we need what to move mean? on because there is no end to this argument. Because if it, if we're go ahead, make it the ended argument, when oh, you were saying that the Patriots on, had a on, on, I'm talking. No, no.
1: If, we're moving past If, this, if this you're going to make dumb the dumb argument shit,
2: that this team is better this is than that, that's the dumbest argument. You Kevin, can't do this argument. Yes,
1: you can. You literally can. You literally no. can. Look at how many people went to Pro Bowl. How many people had better stats with a fucking 30 and 30 Jameis Winston, by the way. This is what I'm saying is you can't prove. Anthony, now, move on. Move this on. You, this is a stupid. No, oh, I love you, <laughs> Kevin.
2: Stop. Stop saying what you're saying. <laughs> by having your, your argument of saying that this team was better than that, there is no way to prove that happiness or morale has anything to do with performance.
1: Buddy, I have by making stopped. that argument that one
2: stopped. You can't make the argument now because you're yes. you're disputing it. Just for I wasn't the sofa, saying it
1: wasn't anything the in the
2: camp. first place.
1: I wasn't saying that was a reason in the first place. You're the one who said it mattered. I'm saying it doesn't. It doesn't matter. But that it wasn't the question, I never period. said No, that wasn't the initial question. I'm what saying it question?
2: doesn't matter. Because the, the way question? I understood it was that the question was was is Aaron Rodgers unhappy in Green Bay and is that causing
0: his performance to drop? That's what I was trying to get at originally. If that's if that wasn't unclear. I think I okay. think he is unhappy. And I didn't
1: quite understand that question, but I still don't think it matters.
0: You still don't think it matters if he's unhappy no. in Green Bay? If you want to get paid, it doesn't matter. <laughs> no. If okay. you want to
1: keep a job, it doesn't matter. You do what you have to do if you want to keep your job. Because they can cut him. They don't have to pay him. You, he doesn't have to play anywhere. Yeah, Green Bay doesn't
2: have to keep him. They're going to go all. with Jordan Love? They're going to keep whoever they think that gives them the best chance to win. And honestly, if you try to pick anybody else other than Aaron Rodgers, whether or not he's happy, you're an idiot. But um, the question is not whether or not he's better than the next guy. The question is whether or not could he be better if he was happier.
0: He's pretty damn good right now, If he's regardless. But, you know, could he be better if he was happier? And that's my point.
2: I think he could actually be better if he's in a situation he's happier in. And that was my argument with Tom Brady. I think he was better. He was more accurate. He was more confident. He well, shoot, his stats this year kind of show that too. Yeah, he had a better supporting cast, but it looked like a better Tom Brady, a better version of Tom Brady in Tampa than it did in, than he did in New
0: England those later years we should say
2: well the last two years yeah but yes yeah i agree with you the later years of new England you're right Alex are you done I
1: still still, yeah no
0: I'm done I don't think it matters that much okay well we can (laughs) we can move on we can move on there was some news that came out that we got to talk about real quick Brian Flores um for those of you that don't know I don't know how you wouldn't know but at this point if you follow the NFL at all um Kevin or Alex, help me explain this better because I know I'm going to get some of it wrong. But Brian Flores is a, a, is 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 coming out and suing the NFL and a few teams. Uh, I think the Broncos. I know the Broncos for sure. Help me out with the Broncos, other Giants, and Dolphins. Thank you for allegedly um, for for um, not race discrimination. For um, it is discrimination. It's yeah. discrimination, yeah. right?
2: Yeah, that's high, exactly high, what. Yeah, or hiring discrimination. discrimination against. Um, Hiring, Giants right? and the in the Broncos for sure it was with the Dolphins it, I don't even know if that was so much to race discrimination but more of they said they were trying to set him up to fail so and he had proof of that
0: yeah and what came out was a text exchange I we don't know if it's real or not I'm I, I mean I don't know how it couldn't be real but a text exchange that he released between him and Bill Belichick, where Bill uh, got him confused with Brian Dodo. Uh, Dodo, Devil. Devil. Dodo? Thank you. Um, another coach, I'm assuming, that, that was in the running for a head coaching position for an interview or for a job that he was interviewing for. Bill. Um, the Giants. It, right? The Giants? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bill texted him saying, or he texted Bill. I don't know how the text exchange. I can't remember how the text exchange went. But anyways, Bill Brian. Brian Bill congratulated
1: Brian on getting the job.
0: The job and and Brian but he texted the
1: wrong Brian. He
0: texted the wrong Brian. Flores hadn't had an interview for the job yet. Bill thought he was texting the other Brian. So that's what came out, and that's how this whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, he
2: had texted on a Tuesday, but Brian Flores is. Uh, interview wasn't until thursday and it was pretty clear in the text messages that he was trying to talk to brian dabble because he even mentions that he was hearing from sources with the giants and the bills that he was the man for the job well brian flores was like oh, good good to hear um uh, who are you talking to coach are you talking to brian flores or are you talking to brian dabble He's like, oh, and Bill protects the back. Oh, shit, I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I messed this up bad.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was not the smoothest move. But, yeah, the, with the, and that, what that means essentially is that they had chosen long before they interviewed him who the head coach was going to be.
0: Yeah, they kind and, of made up their and, minds right. while still bringing him in for an interview.
1: Long before, they're
0: not giving them a fair
1: shake Which the NFL, for those of you Who don't know, I'm assuming everyone does at this point Has the Rooney rule Which is set specifically in place To help fight discrimination In the hiring process for head coaches Um, And that that all teams Yeah, which all teams uh, Are required Through their interview process To interview at least one African-American candidate for the position
2: Minority or minority,
1: I'm sorry. Yeah, minority. With, I think, just the thought emphasis on, on everybody. Yes, I mean. Because well, yes, that's, what it's, that's
2: what it's boiling down to right now, and that's what the focus is on, because right now there's only one African-American coach left right. in the NFL that is currently hired, because you had one, two. Who is it? Was it it's two that were fired? Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin. Yeah. Yeah. Steelers. There you go.
0: There you
2: go. There was two that were fired this year in Coley I and think. Flores. Yeah. Or was there one more? Sounds right to me. I don't think so. Anyway. But, yeah, both of those uh, African-American head coaches were fired. Uh, I think the only other minority coach out there would be Ron Rivera. I think all the others are white, if I am not mistaken. And so far, every head coaching hire this offseason has been white. Oh, Robert Sala. Robert Sala. Robert Sala. There you go. That's two. Okay. He he's still coaching. He's what is his race? I don't know. I'm not African American, but
0: do y'all think uh, uh, Flores has a chance of uh, you know coaching? He's he still yet, in or... the running for oh, the Saints is... and the Texans, from what I hear.
1: No, I think the Saints are going to hire the dude in house.
2: Mm-hmm. Last I heard, he he was going to interview with the Saints yesterday, <clears throat> and that uh, he was in the running for the Texans' job as well. But that was when they were talking to him on get Up. Was it yesterday or the day before? I think it was the day before. <clears throat> so how do how do y'all see this playing out? I don't think he's going to get a job now. And after think this in the NFL, is, that is. What? After Sue in the NFL? Yeah, I don't think you will after that. And it's... And these teams aren't going to say it because of that's the reason, but you know it's going to be that's the reason.
1: So just quick answer. It looks like there were only two. It was just Coley and uh, Flores who were yeah. let go, who were minority. The rest of them were all just about as white as mayonnaise. Um, yeah. I mean, because you had like Mike Zimmerman. <laughs> um and Joe judge and Vic Fangio. Uh, yeah, I think, I, I think it's unfortunate that he will likely end up blackballed. Cause that's just kind of how this league seems to George work. George. If somebody. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, thank you. Um, uh, but yeah, he, he'll be, he'll be kind of outcasted cause that's how this league works. It's happened numerous times and somebody doesn't like somebody to get, ousted and they just never get back in it happened with jeff fisher it happened with multiple other people um i do think he's fighting a good fight though because it yeah, feels absolutely. to some degree like this is, it could actually be a problem you know what i mean um no, it, could be. Not, it, a problem. it certainly feels that
2: way uh
1: yeah, yeah these, it certainly feels that true, way
2: then absolutely i mean and I have no doubt that there are teams and individuals out there that do shit like this. I mean, it's, I would agree. That they interview uh, African-Americans just to check off a box. And I can guarantee you, I think another yeah. one that I feel that uh, is getting taken advantage of that is the defensive coordinator in, uh, in New York with the giants is, I don't remember his name, but I've seen his name come up a couple times as, like the last interviewee for a couple of the head coaching spots. Mm-hmm. And it's it almost feels like that's just kind of – they're trying to check off a box on him. Yeah. Because I've never heard this guy's name before into this off season.
1: Definitely feels no. like there's a problem.
2: Yeah.
0: And it looks like
2: there's a
1: problem. So if it smells like a duck and walks like a duck, it's probably, probably a, a duck.
0: It's probably a duck, man. Yeah.
1: Because, um, like, the part I don't understand is, like, the, the the part that I find hard to like quote unquote beat, I guess, is if somebody already has somebody in mind for a position, it's kind of hard to to beat them out as a as a as a another candidate. Does that make sense? It Honestly,
2: does. I could tell you three names right off the top of my head that are African American that I think should have already been hired. If I'm not mistaken, Eric B. Enemy is black, correct? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, don't, I haven't heard his name in any conversations for coaching hires. I heard it all last offseason. I was like, last year, yeah. Not this year. Like, what happened this year? I mean, he he still has a great offense. He still made it to the AFC Championship. Uh, Why sorry, isn't he backing it?
0: Sorry, I didn't mean it up here, but Byron Lefwich. That mm-hmm. was the next That's name I was one. going to, Byron Lefwich.
2: Yeah, no, there are he a number. I'm not. Perfect. He would have been perfect for Jacksonville. You know? I mean, he was right a quarterback the there for years. Mm-hmm. he's already living in Tampa right now because of being offensive coordinator there. It's a hop, skip and a jump in Jacksonville for him. Mm-hmm. He'd have been perfect for that job, but they right. just hired Doug Peterson just literally 30 minutes ago. Right.
1: Again, it's, it's a thing. Like I said, I, I'm not disagreeing that there's a problem. I do think there's a new problem. I do think it needs to be addressed. It's how you do it. Cause if you want to say like Doug Peterson as a head coach has a winning record in a Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, I, I see your point, though, like the point that you're trying to get at is like if teams already have somebody in mind or a couple of guys in mind, it's hard to beat, you know, those guys out where, you know, if you have, Dwight, if you have hiring problem. requirements as, you know, for, from an HR standpoint or whatever, if you have hiring requirements where, you know, it says you have to interview or go through a certain process to interview, you know, it's,
2: but still. Okay, but I mean, look at the first few hires that we've seen, Nathaniel Hackett. Never been a head coach. Yeah, Kevin O'Connell is apparently – is reportedly going to be the head coach for the Vikings. Never been a head coach. You had um, Josh McDaniels. He was a head coach, I think, for two years and was very unsuccessful. Going to be the coach for the Vegas Raiders. With Denver? Maybe. Maybe. I
1: think it was Denver. Anyway, doesn't matter. No, okay, like I say, I'm not saying that there then, isn't a problem. You were what I'm saying is like Never been how head coach do you handle for the Bears? It? No, I, mean, I know. Yeah. I mean, you look at just the Giants alone and all of their coaching dabble. sense yeah. uh like McAdoo, Joe Judge, even the guy now, like they don't do a good job. You know, I mean, I'm not I'm not saying that there isn't a problem. I just I don't know myself how you Approach it you
2: know what I mean well here's yeah. one that's Even more damning about the Giants they are the only Team in the NFL never to hire A minority coach Sure yeah Wow. that's my point like wow. I think that's a problem
1: I mean I, yeah. I do I'm not saying there isn't I'm just like okay I can understand Doug Peterson
0: how do you approach is it better it. Is, is your let point me,
2: let me caveat that That's at least what I heard from When they were arguing it on first take So
0: right.
2: I haven't I haven't Vetted uh, <laughs> that <clears throat> but I, th- I think I'm think uh, uh, yeah, i going to trust hearing Stephen A. say him. that. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I
1: believe him. Yeah, no, there's definitely a problem, and it needs to be addressed, I think, in more than just hiring, like forcing you to do an interview. I guess that's a better way to state my point. I think forcing teams to do an interview is not the way to go, because that doesn't really do a lot, per se. You know what I mean? Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, I did find like it's, it interesting them adding the incentive of those extra draft picks, but I mean, it's it shouldn't come down to that, you know? Like, what am I going to get? I, for it?
1: That's that's my thing. I'm like, that's not. I think, yeah, I, yeah. I, that, that's what I don't understand is like how how you do it. I don't think anybody knows how to do it, or else are you going to?
0: Yeah. Hey, real quick before we end it tonight, Alex. Barry Bonds left out of the Hall of Fame and Roger Clemens left out of the Hall of Fame. Your thoughts? Uh, Should they be in? First of all, we'll just answer that question. Should they be in?
1: No. Well, if it was proven that you took performance-enhancing drugs in the modern baseball era, I do not believe that you should be in the Baseball Hall of Fame. And it's not nice guy versus good player. It's the concept of the Hall of Fame is the Hall of Fame is the Hall of Fame. It's not just every baseball player who is pretty good. I think if you do things that specifically break the rules of the sport, you should not be allowed to be in the Hall of Fame. It doesn't mean you have to stop playing the sport. I don't think you should be allowed in the Hall of Fame. All
2: right. Kept it nice and simple. But when you I, I agree with you, but for argument's sake, where was the proof on them? They were never actually proven to have a positive drug test and suspended. Sure. And that's that's the, the kind of the kicker uh, is that
1: they never got one. They were um, implicated in the Mueller report. Right. Um, I guess. Yeah. And for me personally, like if I were voting, I wouldn't have voted either one of them in the fact that it even came to light in any regard, the fact that it happened in any regard. you know, what I mean, like you don't hear that about every other guy who got voted in the Hall of Fame. You heard about those guys. You know what I mean? Um, and it okay. kind of sucks, but.
2: And that just that just begs the question, what do you consider proof?
1: Right. Exactly. Yeah.
0: All right. That keeps it nice and simple. So the fa- just for argument's sake as well, just the fact that, you know, he made the game viewable. Like, you know, uh, single-handedly. Okay, have you got anything else on it?
2: No, not really. I mean, I kind of said my piece last week about it is, um, yeah, I mean, he made it fun to watch during that time. But, I mean, if he wasn't a great guy on the field, he wasn't a great guy off the field, there is that integrity factor that you got to to throw into for a Hall of Fame player, and I don't think that he and uh, Bonds and Clemens and Pettit and them um, showcased the integrity of a Hall of Fame player in baseball.
1: I agree with that.
0: Alex, so yeah the steroid this, the steroid slander and accusation is just too is too too much of an outwear for you Alex as far as just him single-handedly making the game viewable you say single-handedly
1: like there wasn't that whole great summer between McGuire and Sosa you say yeah, single-handedly we, yeah we, no we talked that on was that. one thing that we discussed we, we touched on that,
2: um,
1: that yeah um, my, my, last yeah, week is yeah.
2: that Kevin that, Kevin said summer by itself was probably the thing that saved baseball, but the, and nothing can take that away from, from everybody's memories of that time and how fun right. it was, whether or not it was steroids. But the fact of the matter is we're not looking at just that summer and how we feel about it. Right. It's more of, yeah. was it fair? Exactly, yeah, um, Yeah.
1: It, it wasn't fun. Sure. But again, very simply put, right, in the simplest terms, you broke the rules. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if you're in the Hall of Fame, not just like, do you get suspended? Do we keep you on the team? Are you a good person? But the Hall of Fame,
0: the Hall
1: of Fame canton and trying to forever
0: so so and i'm sorry uh, we have like we have no minutes right now but i'm and i'm sorry to bring this up kev so i know you,
2: i knew this was gonna you, come you
0: up. know this you know where this is going it's a little it's a different bit, though because we're
2: talking about the greatest of the greatest of the greatest players of all time and if they deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. a single season championship is a little different in my mind um I know they were found to be cheating, but, I mean, it's... I love the quotation marks
0: <laughs> around cheating.
2: There, there was cheating. Like,
0: they they were found to be cheating.
2: There was cheating <laughs> on that team, but not everybody participated in it. And honestly, anybody. I don't think they actually found any in the actual World Series itself. But it never came out that, that, that they cheated during the actual World Series.
0: Alex, I already so, know the answer, but just one-word answer. Do I'm gonna just, I'm just gonna point out uh, Jose Altuve. Does he ever get in the Hall of Fame? No.
2: I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna do
1: it that way, if you want like, to those... go, yeah, go back and watch every at bat from every season. Look for the banging. If anybody had banging
2: like more than three times, All right, I, I can say it this way. Anybody on that 2017 World Series team for the Astros will never make the Hall of Fame. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's just a, because there is always going to be that black stain on them. It sucks. It's the asterisk. It's that, the I Not mean, like
1: really, which is sucks, the same man. for Barry Bonds, the same yeah. for Roger Clemens, the same for Kurt Schilling. There is an asterisk when you think about
0: it. You
2: know what I mean? An invisible yeah. asterisk. But yes.
0: yeah. Yeah. All righty. Um, Anybody got any favorite things? Who
2: me? Anybody? Winter Olympics are back.
0: So My yeah, they favorite are. Favorite Olympics. <laughs> oh yeah, they are.
2: The what's
0: that sport Opening called? Opening ceremonies. What's Opening the
2: ceremonies tomorrow? I'm actually watching like the prelims of the uh, team figure skating right now. So okay, I found
1: mine. Team Jamaica. Speaking of the, uh, speaking of the, the the winter Olympics, Team Jamaica has qualified for three different bobsled events for the first time. The awesome. four-man men's bobsled first time since 1988. They had the two-man and the women's monobob. Growing up, cool runnings was like my favorite movie nice to Jurassic Park so that was so so cool. I was like i know exactly who i'm rooting for and i'm pretty sure like uh, most people between the ages of like 25 and maybe like 40 if they're not rooting for whatever country they're from they are absolutely
0: rooting for Jamaica how do you not <laughs> yeah how do you not uh- <clears throat> Uh, I don't really have anything sports related for a favorite thing. I'll just say I get a short day tomorrow and a longer weekend, so yeah, I, that, I'm looking forward to it. Um, sorry, I said there you go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, this was fun, gentlemen. Alex finally showed up for once. Hopefully, he shows up next week again too. We'll see. We, ne- we never know.
1: <laughs> uh, continue Maybe. to
0: be good. Continue to be good to yourself and be good to each other out there. Don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive. With that, we will say later. Peace. See ya.